Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 35th edition of the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as usual, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. Salutations, good sir. How are we? It's a good evening. Uh, quiet. You know, it's a really good evening. Can't not bad for a Tuesday. You know, not bad for a Tuesday here either. Uh, we are, we're doing good. It's been a good week so far. I can say that. It's getting a little bit warmer. Uh, I don't like that direction of the weather. I'd like it to stay cool and cool back down. Yeah, I miss that. Um, that the weather that we got after the hurricane was really nice and pleasant. So mm-hmm. I'd love for that to come back to Florida. It'd be very much welcomed. Yeah, it kind of so, it kind of spoiled us a little bit. It it did, especially I'm starting to see all these other photos. As you guys know, I went to New England in late summer and now i'm starting to see photos from all these places that i followed on social media for planning this trip all the fall foliage is starting to mm-hmm. show and i am wishing i was there in the colder weather so yeah i was just in milwaukee like a month ago and it was in the 50s up there at the beginning of september so like we need that here Please. asap uh yes absolutely it is one of my favorite times to be at Walt Disney World when it's uh, start the temperatures start to drop. Um, when this episode releases and premieres, if you're listening to this episode on its release date, I'll be heading down to Walt Disney World to catch a little bit of that action. Hey, that is the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Lucky. Can't wait. If you are at Walt Disney World during this time, if you're listening to this, and you're there, give us a shout. Give me a shout. Love to see you. Love to chat. And I can't wait to get my hands on some candy, ride some rides, get some delicious snacks, uh, take some photos, all dressed up, and take in the parade. you got to get that coffee and walk down Main Street, too. Oh, you know I will. It's you know hard will. to beat that. with yeah. yeah. Cider, whatever else they have. I know they have, like, the apple shake thing mm-hmm. uh, that's that's on the list catch the headless horseman oh yeah absolutely absolutely weather the weather forecast looks clear clear skies so can't uh hopefully that should hold up and we'll have a great time so can't wait to get there see it all experience it all for the first time and then share it all with you guys our listeners mm-hmm. and uh just follow along with us yeah, not not yep. to get food tracked here, but I'm I'm more excited for you for the fact you get to try some of the exclusive snacks for the party. Oh yeah, I'm a little jealous. I'm, I am so ready. They had that like jalapeno chicken, almost like a pop tart thing. Mm. You know, like it's uh, it's yeah, it's yeah, like a that's flatbread almost. Name. Yeah, almost, but then it's like in a pocket. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah, like a like a pita idea mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Um, and then of course you've got that Donald sipper that I'm, I'm going to be after. Yeah. And did you see that this zero popcorn bucket Dude, is, yes. dropping at Walt Disney World? Yes. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for that too. Might be sending you some money for that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll be the hero. Don't you worry. God bless yeah. you, sir. Yeah. So yeah, uh, be sure to follow If you're not already, be sure to follow us on, our socials, especially Instagram at off the monorails. Uh, so uh, check us out there so you can be notified whenever we post new content, especially from uh, this weekend at Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. So also some current recent events, recent news that just dropped a little, maybe some ridiculousness. Would you say Ryan? As always. Um, so today, uh, <laughs> Hot off the presses this afternoon, it was announced that both Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort, they announced a price increase for their Genie Plus and their Lightning Lane. Uh, I would say it would be like an amenity, but I don't know anymore. But um, <laughs> for Walt Disney World, the um, the price will vary uh, based on date. But um, like all the dates in October will range from 15 to $22 per day plus tax, where previously it was at a fixed rate of $15 per day. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure that's based on, you know, the date around a party demand. or the demand days. And, um, you know, yeah. I wondered. Yeah. I mean, it's a obviously it's a change that I'll ask you in a minute why you think they changed it. But 
it's a, it's a change that allows them just like the variable pricing for the park ticket, you know, the admission tickets. Now they can say, oh, well, if it's a slower day, if people haven't made some, you know, as many reser- park reservations, then we can either increase or decrease the price for Genie Plus to make either make up that difference or vice versa. And really, what I'm curious is when are they going to dictate this price? Because you can you can only buy Genie Plus on the day of, mm-hmm. right, day of your reservation. So I'm wondering, are they, you're literally going to log in and not know how much Genie Plus is going to be until you hit checkout for that day? Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah, is not a good idea. No. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can't plan for that. So if you're, if you're not an everyday attendee, like how are you supposed to, build that into your budget it's already expensive enough going to disney well i think you just automatically have to assume that you're going to be paying the most amount and then be surprised and be ha- mm-hmm. you know almost they're like oh now they're happy because they're only paying 15 dollars and not the 22 dollars, even though it was originally Hashtag that price <laughs> exactly exactly yeah but uh to continue uh, like you just said jordan with walt disney world you can only buy day of but Disneyland, yeah. you have a pre-arrival add-on price of D- uh, Genie Plus now, which is $25 per day. Good God. And then that day of purchase price will also vary where it was fixed Man. at $20 per day previously. And that was also with the Magic Key holders getting a 20% discount, which that still stands on the new deal. But it's not a deal because okay. they're still spending the same amount of money they were before. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the 20%. Yeah, <laughs> like here's your wow. discount, but you're not saving anything. Yeah. And uh, to add on to the individual lightning lane pricing will also be adjusted based on date again. Um, so, for example, rise of resistance will vary from 15 to 22 dollars per person based on demand and, you know, park capacity and whatever the hell Disney wants to do with the price that day. Really? I mean, there's no <laughs> magic algorithm. They're just going to say, hey, yeah. let's make some more money today and people are going to yeah. do it. <laughs> And, you know, uh, price increases are inevitable. Uh, inflation yeah, is yeah. rampant right now. But my Lord, like prices just went up already. And Thanks, Bob. it's just We're like just, when's when's enough enough? Like nothing's off limits now. Oh, oh paycheck. Chapek strikes again. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, we, we knew we knew this would happen right in some capacity. And it's just going to continue to happen. If you look at the 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 prices of going to Disney World uh, and Disneyland over the course of time over the last 40, 50 years, it's insane the the amount that it's increased, you know, the percentage of increase compared to the inflation rate. It's be way beyond the same increase, right? So it doesn't mirror inflation, it outpaces it uh, by a landslide. So my question is, why do you think they, why do you think they're doing this? Obviously we know we've already, we've discussed in the past that these products, Genie plus and a little bit of lightning lane, but mostly Genie plus they're not built for annual pass holders and people and locals or people going to the parks all the time. Right. That's a, it's a product that is built for people going on that once a year, once every five years or so vacation to Disney world. Um, so why, in your opinion, you know, why do you think that they chose now to do this and, and instead of just keeping their standard pricing that they had the fixed rate? I'm getting ahead of the holiday demand for one. I think they're going to try and control some of the holiday demand, much like how Disneyland is blacking out all of their passes now for holidays, like major holiday weeks, just so ticket buyers go. And yeah. I I respect them wanting to honor the ticket buyers that do pay that money to get those experiences. But your your pass holders are loyal return customers. They, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I get well, you know, I, I would assume. Right. That my guess is, is that they have enough business. Yes. Right. They, it's it's another way of thinking is they maybe don't want annual pass holders to be visiting their parks. Yeah. You know, oh, I agree. Yeah, they're they're loyal, but at the end of the day, they don't make you know, money off of us. No, annual pass holders don't spend as much money as uh, you know someone just going on a trip there, right? Um, if you add up everything, it's and now because and I think mostly because they're inefficient. 
you know, people that are going to Disney for the first time in a in a long time, or that don't go as frequently as annual pass holders do, they'll spend more and more money. They'll spend more money because they don't know any better. Yep. Yeah, they're they don't know how to efficiently use Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes. They don't know how to stack the reservations. They don't know how to use the system. And so, whenever they go to the park and they haven't been there in five to ten years, and they have no idea what Genie Plus is or Lightning Lane is, or they've heard of it because they started uh, researching the you research, know, yeah. uh, you know, a couple weeks before their trip. And then they still don't know how to use everything. And mm-hmm. hell, whenever I use it for the first time, it still it had took a learning curve. Yeah. And, you know, and so when you factor those things in, they're like, okay, well, we've got them on the hook. You know, they didn't get to do all the things they wanted to do. They already paid, let's say, $22 for Genie Plus and then an extra 15, 20 bucks for a lightning lane. Per person. Well, they didn't they didn't even get to use half of the half of for the attraction. So guess what? Day number two comes around, they're buying it again. Yeah, and they're not going <laughs> to refund you what ones that you don't use. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Justin, did you get a refund on your Genie Plus that you didn't uh, use? Hell no. <laughs> now, yeah. uh, I wanted to call back to uh, the question you asked a little bit ago um, sure. about like the timing of why they're doing this. It's awfully funny how leading into October, this is leading into Q4 of their fiscal year. Well, you it, and you know, I think Ryan kind of nailed it a little bit, too, that holiday demand yep. if you've if you've looked at um if you've looked at hotels at disney world for november or december you'll find they're hard to come by non, yeah <laughs> there's not there's not a lot of ho- hotel space left I, I i try to i've actually been looking to try to secure a couple dates and uh, it's hard to get your hands on anything yep. um and so they they already they already know that they're going to have the demand right they mm-hmm. they know they've known for a long time you know they can see all these park reservations that people have so they know how much demand's already going to be for each park and so they're just banking on oh well here's some extra money if, just sitting and every, there waiting. yeah and every little bit helps right mm-hmm. so I, yeah it's they made it known i mean bob paycheck is doing what bob paycheck does and he is not afraid to announce it that he is looking to secure the funds that they lost during the pandemic yeah and, and, and uh, let, with let, him being signed back on from the board you know they're they're behind it so and I he's mean, making another push <laughs> yeah yep and let me clarify something here too i don't like the direction they're going where they're almost devaluing pass holders and dvc owners yeah and that's what it seems is happening because Yes, we get discounts on things and we know where we can cut corners and we make the most of our experiences where we're not spending a fortune every time we go. But you're still that's your guaranteed return business. And people are paying for those passes, whether they're coming to the parks or not. They pay just to retain those passes because there's fear of not getting them back at this point. And then your DVC owners, you know, Jordan, you're a new DVC owner as yourself. You know, the type of coin these people drop on these, these timeshares is what they basically are. And they are a huge benefactor to the, the revolving income Mm -hmm. of Disney and the return business, especially, you know, for decades, these things, these contracts last 50 years sometimes. Oh yeah. And there's, you know, this big animosity between pass holders and ticket buyers where, Ticket buyers kind of feel like pass holders have this entitlement that they own the park. And I don't I don't have that mindset when I'm there. I like sharing the park with people that have never been. I'm I'm all for oh, yeah. it. If someone that's looks like they're the lost, I, I like well, to help them. That's what we do. Yeah, here. I mean that's 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 <laughs> yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Is we're here to share the things that we've learned so that people can have a better experience and go prepared instead exactly. of being uh, going in without knowing, so yeah. they're just they're finding ways to make more money. Yeah. And yeah. you At know, the, the day that's what it's it a is. it's a board initiative, right? That you know, Bob Chapek is just the board's minion, right? He's just their puppet, yep. and they he just goes and does what they want him to do, and he's the one getting it done, right? Yeah. Like he's yep. So at the end of the day, he's pleasing the shareholders, and you know they took a major loss over the past couple of years, so. They're well, just, and look all, and they've got all these projects to pay for, yep. right? It's not just parks; they've got all this thing, all these things to. We may not be seeing that payoff in Florida at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, right. but the parks and experiences paying for all this for the cruises for uh, mm-hmm. Disneyland for Paris for well, Tokyo. It kept, that, it kept that side of the 
the uh, business operating. Yeah. Like while the cruises were down, like there was no cruises going out for Disney. Right. Right. So they had to they had to make the money somewhere and it yeah. was from the parks. I yeah. think a lot of this is a product of the public outcry too for you know, ticket buyers kind of feeling a little sidelined compared to pass holders. Because they couldn't get park reservations, yeah. things like that too. Yeah. Yeah. And it's by design. Yeah. And there has to be a balance between uh your ticket buyers and your pass holders. So that I understand why they put a heavier weight for the the ticket buyers to be where they are circling for their money yeah yeah and and not us i mean i get that and i understand that however there needs to be a a little bit more of a equal balance on the need for pass holders to be there that way you know there's steady traffic coming to your parks you're you're gonna see them spend money it's just not as much money yeah yeah i mean it's funny because you know we all the time right we talk to people and and almost coerce them to say hey man, how great disney is right go visit disney go to disney world right if you have the chance the opportunity to get an annual pass get an annual pass it's great like, you'll love going to disney they have so many things to offer it you know it's some things are always changing there's so much to do you'll never do the same thing twice if you don't want to and you know talking to people that i have talked to about that you know had that that exact conversation with and now they're hes- they show hesitancy about you know wanting to get an annual pass to Disney whenever yep. it becomes available again, you know b- with things little things like this. So it's just it's crazy to like okay understand that this is the perception you're also giving off whenever you're trying to do these little things. And what I think makes it worse, uh, well not worse is I don't know it whatever. The perception wise, yeah, um, is is not only for the park experiences as far as the tickets and Genie Plus, but they also push price increases across most uh, food and beverage venues across Walt Disney yeah. World Resort in Florida. So just this ain't few, just limited to the parks. This is coming to the yeah. uh, resorts as well, resorts and even Disney Springs uh, or yep. even the water parks. So I mean, so again. It's little things, but they add up if you think about how how many units they move. But uh, fountain beverages at most of the venues, Disney-owned venues across the resort in Florida, uh, have gone from three ninety nine to four twenty nine, and uh, there are four fifty at the outdoor vending carts. Mm-hmm. Your Dasani uh, has increased from three fifty to three seventy five. And smart water has increased from five fifty to five seventy five. Jesus, you've got Dasani some uh, isn't even alco- good water. I know, right? Uh, alcohol has increased by approximately thirty cents to two fifty. So at Typhoon Lagoon, That's you can wild. get uh, these are just some reported uh, reported examples. Um, Typhoon Lagoon, you can get the mojito. It went from fourteen to fourteen fifty, but their black cherry lemonade. It went from thirteen dollars to fifteen fifty. They got price changes at Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Uh, beer increased by fifty cents. Mixed drinks increased by fifty cents to a dollar. Uh, cotton candy went up twenty five cents. Uh, quick service went up from anywhere between thirty cents to a dollar. Uh, you've had some table service change. Uh, be our guest, for example. Lunch at Be Our Guest is now $67. Ain't no damn way. Up from 62 So, again, uh, uh, the kitchen sink at Peaches and Cream, it went up by a, a dollar to $36. So, it's just, and this is all on top of other price increases that we saw back early, you know, early in the year, right. in January, uh, where you saw a lot of things also increase for food. So, all this, all these are changes. They also changed the the rapid uh, refill mugs. So you get the resort mugs that you can the resort refillable can, mugs. Yeah, yeah, you can use during your stay, and they've got some fun designs on them. But those increase by two dollars, so they're what? up to twenty one ninety nine. Yeah, the initial buy in is now above twenty dollars. Wow. So wow, I would guess to say that. This won't be the last time we see a price increase on right. some things. Probably still see some before the end of the year. 
So again, probably just again trying to take advantage of that uh, extra demand that they knows inbound. Yeah. Soon. Yep. And with inflation, you know, being like it has been for the this entire year so far, you still see the parks packed out. So they see, well, yep. these people ain't hurting that bad. So let's get a little more. Yep. They they. I think it, people were gone so long and didn't vacation for so long that it doesn't matter. They're yep. still going to spend the money. Yep. You know, even if they don't have stimulus checks to to help with that, it's it's all about. Well, we haven't been on vacation in three or four years because of the pandemic and whatever else. So we're going to do it no matter what. Hey, it's just money. So, Got to remember that. Uh, that's a great segue for uh, for you guys to go check out offthemonorails dot com. And go check out the shop where you can find a shirt that says just that. And uh, so you can wear that with pride as you are walking around Walt Disney World. Because we all share that sentiment. It's just money. So just remember that. So spend it like you got it. And just know you'll recover at some point later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I just, uh, just got my hands on a new color variant of the shirt myself this week. And... I'm proud to say it fits like a glove. I love it. It's so nice. It's so soft. Dad bod certified, baby. It's great. So <laughs> soft, breathable. Uh, it's it's a great shirt. So go check that shirt out. It's just money. Remember that. So go spend it. Uh, we've also got some other fun designs on there. That some coin phrases. Uh, we've got some OTM logoed merch merchandise as well. Uh, we also have some. We'll say Halloween themed merchandise we've got the uh, dancing skeletons the skeleton dance party going on Uh, we've got the sid's toy creations shirt as well we've also got some tote bags we've got some hats Uh, go check that out we got some stuff for the kids too Uh, so go check it out Um, you'll get free shipping and 99 dollars more so tis the season starts you shopping now we've got plenty of great stuff and by shopping our shop at offlamonarellis.com you also help the show uh, at the same time of getting you some cool stuff to wear. Uh, you can also check out the blog while you're there. Justin, you want to tell them what's on the blog? Yeah. Uh, you're going to see dining reviews. You're going to see all kinds of uh, tips and tricks that we have learned along the way, uh, including uh, the number one places to number two around the property that we have discovered. And uh, we list Gotta those out. It. So, uh these include pictures, screenshots, uh, links we're not to taking, videos. We're not taking pictures of the number twos. That is correct. <laughs> we are not. <laughs> we're just but, telling uh, you where to go. But we're telling you where they rank you know, for the cleanliness and all the oh, different criteria man. that we did in ranking those uh, restaurants. But you'll see all that information on the blogs uh, <laughs> along with some, uh, like I said, dining reviews. You'll see pictures of the food, uh, details of the experience and the atmosphere. Uh, so definitely it is something to check out and bookmark while you're going number two. Uh, oh, so you can uh, oh, man. peruse and enjoy that. <laughs> it is great toilet material. I like a good, a good blog read. Oh, it's good. It's a good bookmark. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. So uh, with that being said, guys, let's dive into our topic today. And that is going to be uh, centered around villains. So it's almost Halloween. You know, every, everybody's starting to get out their decorations. It's the season. It's time to talk about some v- Disney villains, especially because Disney's, you know, gave us this uh, pie in the sky possibility that villains could be part, you know, a continuous part of the Magic Kingdom experience uh, one day, maybe. So. You know, keeping with the Halloween theme, we thought it would be a good idea. Let's let's talk about villains. Let's talk about some of our f- our favorite villains and uh, or just villains of what we think about them and how they uh, in different scenarios. Yeah. So we're just going to call this the villain episode, and we'll just take it from there. So what we decided to do was take the full list of Disney villains, major and minor, and just throw them into different categories and see where they land in different perspectives. Yeah. As far as what you would want to do with that villain. So um, our first category is the funniest villain, which I think we have some pretty good, pretty good players here. Oh yeah. So 
Ryan, Justin, who wants to take it? I'll start off. You can start with Ryan. And even yeah. before this question was even like brought up, I already had these guys because the, the the ones that I had in mind uh, are actually grouped together because they're all from the same movie and they're all kind of like sidekicks. Prince John, Sir Hiss, and Sheriff of yeah. Nottingham from, from <laughs> Robin Hood. Uh, hands down the funniest, especially... Um, the sheriff, you know, he does his little one-liners and a family that stays together pays together. <laughs> and uh, just he's that so, was pretty good sheriff. Yeah, he's that so shrewd and condescending, but he's just so funny. <laughs> and then Prince John. Well, you appreciate being straight to the point. Oh yeah, and then you know Prince John and Sir Hiss, they're they're always back and forth at it, and you know <laughs> Hiss is pretty much just PJ's minion. And um, he kind of carries out all of his dirty work and, and, you know, trying to foil Robin Hood all the time. Um, yeah. I, I can always say, like, I can find myself laughing at all times watching that movie, especially whenever um, <laughs> little John is dressed up as Sir Reginald, Duke of Chutney. <laughs> and then he shows his down into the barrel. And he's like, don't stick your tongue out at me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's just man that's great did i did i tell you guys that um the gibson i had gibson watch robin hood for the first time a couple weeks ago oh boy and he is he dying laughing at <laughs> prince john whining for his mama yeah sucking his thumb his, yeah so he's still doing like every now and then like when he just like wants to like act like he's upset about something he'll be like mama it's like oh that's my god that's my it. boy great. Yeah. <laughs> oh great job uh, that's good stuff what about you justin uh mine's iago from Ooh. aladdin okay. i uh it's stuck with me since my childhood. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ryan picked some good ones too, but Iago was always just so daggum funny. And honestly, majority of the reason why he's so funny is because Gilbert Gottfried voiced him. Yeah, and I, just his voice can make anything sound funny. Yeah, like God he could, rest his soul. He could read. Yeah, he could read an encyclopedia and it would sound funny. Like it's just how he voices things, but um, just uh, Iago. Uh, I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing him like getting stuffed full of crackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to eat one more. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, it, it, it's funny because like Iago was the secondary antagonist in Aladdin, but he tried to carry out his own evil schemes in some instances, and being a really good accomplice. It was just funny how he like interacted with uh, Aladdin and uh, with uh, I'm blanking out now about the monkey's name Abu Abu, Abu. but uh, just how he interacted with all the other characters just hilarious. No, that's a great pick, man. Like that, that's a funny ass bird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, man. I love a Yaga. Um, mine is Hades. Oh yeah, yeah. because he's yeah, he, he's he, you know he's so plotful but then at the, you know he just never can he's always his plans are always spoiled right mm -hmm. and so it's just the back and forth and just the the that dynamic that's what i love about hades because he's the villain but he's also in many respects the comic relief oh absolutely yep absolutely and so it's like the the ability that dynamic that to carry both of those things at the same time it's like he's just the funniest to me yeah. it'd be to be able to do that so. and not to mention james woods voicing him i mean oh yeah oh my yeah God. yeah it's perfect our second category who do you think is the scariest or most evil villain uh my pick for that would be the evil queen and this dates back to my childhood so even as a small child going to disney i was always so scared of the evil queen yep. um and seeing seeing that cast member at at disney world and then even like the um me and Justin had the Disney sing along video and yep. it did the, the Haunted <laughs> Mansion song. I knew it. And there's a scene where all the villains are coming across the front porch of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland and the evil queen comes out there and it would just give me chill bumps. Like to, she yeah. just even still now she creeps me out, but the the cast members they have playing her are so good at staying in character. And to yeah. me, like the the movie that she's in it's one of the darker disney movies out there like, oh yeah well especially uh, it makes me can, excited for the new one yeah. coming up for oh, the yeah. uh, new snow white yep but if you especially if you consider when she's the witch 
And right. like, you know, like when yep. she turns to the old witch, and man, that is super creepy mm-hmm. when she's yep. got there with the cauldron and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that that creeps me out for sure. Uh, for myself, uh, I, it's no secret, Maleficent. Uh, okay, just you know, you think of how she looks with the horns is just already intimidating. And then she can turn into a dragon and (laughs) the whole castle and how she cursed Aurora, like just everything about that just screams villain. So, uh, 100% Maleficent scariest. All right. Mine would be Chernabog. (laughs) Okay. From Fantasia. Yeah. Uh, Only because he's like an actual demon. (laughs) Right. Um, And like gigantic. um, And just looks insanely, very insanely evil. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I wouldn't want to go if that if he just suddenly appeared, (laughs) um, I'm running. (laughs) So for that reason alone and pretty much he's Satan incarnate um yeah yeah that's that's why <laughs> oh man yeah i'm that's looking a at a picture one. of it i'm looking at a picture of him now it's still creeping me out so I agree. all right <laughs> all right we'll turn turn the table here um what's the villain you feel the most sorry for man this was actually a hard category because like, it really was pretty much screw all the villains because they've like hurt all my favorite characters <laughs> in some form or fashion but this one here might be a little unpopular opinion, but Percy McLeach from Rescuers oh, Down okay. Under. I kind of feel okay. sorry for him because I just feel like he would be a good guy if he just didn't poach. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, Joanna helps his case a little bit. Joanna's the comic relief for me when it comes to him. Oh, yeah. And the, yeah. just watching them two quarrel, especially the scene where she's like stealing the eggs <laughs> from the crate and then he finally slams her tail into the, the lid. Or where yeah. he just like kicks her off the cliff to like hoist her down to the <laughs> eagle nest, like. dude. Like, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like he'd be a great guy to hang around with, and you know, he definitely would show you some good hunting spots. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like there's potential with old Percy McLeach. I like whenever he slammed uh, her fingers in the the chest. He's like, ah, oh, got your hands caught in the cookie. That's jar. what it was. Yeah, it was her fingers. <laughs> she was just like snatching eggs out of it. <laughs> He he, caught, he slammed her tail on a door though. That's what it was. Yeah, <laughs> great pick, great pick. <laughs> uh, mine, I think this may be towards the more popular side. Okay. I think, but it's uh, Lotso. Okay, uh, from Toy Story. Uh, main reason why is he never felt loved uh, from all the children he was with, and he was just. He became the way he was because he felt neglected uh, throughout his uh, mm-hmm. owner, you know, from his ownership years. And uh, I think had that not happened, I think he had a good heart uh, before that all went down. So, yeah, uh, I kind of feel sorry for for him because it's something beyond his own control. Uh, and that's the way he became. So. I feel I feel sorry for Lotso more than any of them. Yeah, Lotso is going to be my pick as well. Uh, just yeah, for the for the reason of you know he was very loving. I mean he's Lotso hugging bear. He you know he's he's in him to hug and be loving. And it uh, smells but, like strawberries. Yeah, I know, Gibson has a Lotso and it smells like strawberries. It, it's crazy. He's had it for years now and it still smells like strawberries. It's amazing, insane. But anyway, magic. Yeah, there's uh, there's your pixie, pixie dust, Justin, for the episode. Sprinkled it in. You know, <laughs> I feel like there's an honorable mention here for, for Sid Phillips, for someone I'd feel sorry for, too. Yeah. Just because I feel like he had a damaged childhood to be the way he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we never got that much background on Sid and why he likes to blow toys up. But right. Yeah, something's there. Something's there there's always sure. that kid in the neighborhood. Yeah. I was also going to say... <laughs> I was also going to say, just as as a second choice to not doubling up on Lotso, uh, my second choice was going to be Bruce mm-hmm. from Finding okay. Nemo. Because the guy's trying, man. He's fighting he, demons. You know, yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> he's had a hard past. And he just wants to do the right thing. Uh, but he can't help it if he sniffs blood. So, you know, it's I feel nature. sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, great yeah. pick. It's like, great it's like pick. picture one of us. Picture one of us trying to go straight up vegan. Like, 
it's it's hard, but when you see that slice of just perfectly cooked meat just getting served to the table next to you, it's like I've got to have it. Yeah. It's like being on a diet and walking past the refreshment port. <laughs> it's just not happening. Bye bye diet. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not happening. All right. Next category. Uh, who is the villain that you'd most like to have a beer with man so there like we discussed this already but there's a there's a no-brainer pick so i kind of avoided that just to give it some substance but well, I let's would, throw out let's throw out yeah, the, let's, throw, the let's throw out the elephant in the room yeah, yeah uh everybody would like to have a beer with gaston i mean obviously he yep. has his own tavern and it's clear he likes to drink beer and shoot things and he's a man's man right. and likes to flex and bully lefou so <laughs> <laughs> he he's the he's the honorable mention across the board for us. Yeah. But my personal pick would be Mr. Oogie Boogie. <laughs> okay. And I relate to this because he likes to sing songs of just random banter and things that he sees. You know, he like pretty much just cracks yeah. on Santa Claus the entire time that he's singing a song about him. And I do that. I like to ad lib and, and reword songs. And, Especially when we're drinking beer. Yes. And Oogie Boogie's kind of a thick boy. I'm a thick boy too. So I got I got some inner Oogie Boogie in me. I just feel like I feel like me and him would have a, a good time, but he better keep his damn bugs out of my beer. Right, right, right. Like Boogie, you're leaking a little bit, man. Yeah. Zip it up. Yeah. So mine, uh, it's kind of funny because it was kind of controversial, but I think we're at the point where he's grown up enough to where this makes sense. This is where Sid Phillips comes in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You just want him to unload his past? Dude, I just want to know. The discovery process? These are the questions I want to know and answer to. What enjoyment did taking toys apart give you? And then after Toy Story, how has life been? Anything new that you're into? (laughs) He's and pizza. We know that. I I feel like like it ended him crying. Right? Because last we knew was the toys turning on him and Sid had a revelation. <laughs> so I want to know what's up with Sid and enjoy that over a beer. Because I, I am sure we are in for a treat. <laughs> That's awesome. That <laughs> oh, man. Like, where uh, where was dad in this situation? Like, how did you learn all this shit? Dude. Like. <laughs> Like, you're destroying your sister's toys, her dollies and stuff. You're destroying your own shit. You're just <laughs> you turn Buzz Lightyear into Mrs. Gave- Nesbit. <laughs> yeah, what, what happened to the, you, boy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. <laughs> like, what makes you want to put like hot legs on a damn fishing pole? Like, <laughs> it's the, the hooker. Fuck? It's the hooker. The hooker. Right. Oh my god. Just there's so many questions. Like I just wanted to sit. It's like people watching. Like you can only guess like so far with you know what someone does that you don't know. Oh, yeah. I just imagine (laughs) sitting at a pub next to Sid Phillips and you just have him unload his life story on you. Like oh my god. I feel like that'd take a lot of beers to get through. Oh man. Um wow. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh my pick would be Captain Hook. Yes. <laughs> okay. He's, I mean it's the pirate, right? So swashbuckling of a good time. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna have a good time. It's in its nature, right? So he's a pirate. You're gonna have a great time. He likes beer. You know he does. So oh, yeah. He probably brings some good rum to the table too. Oh yeah. I love Absolutely. rum. Or at least knows where the good rum is. Yes. I the like rum's always pick. gone, though, right? Yep. Not only that, he could take it to some really good scenic places, too. <laughs> I can show oh. you the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So for our final categories, gentlemen, just overall, from top to bottom, if you had to pick one overall favorite villain, who and why all right so for me that would be mr hades and uh you kind of unpacked a a a good bit of what makes him so great um just him being pretty much a failed villain you know the 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 comic relief that he provides throughout the movie while still being the antagonist um 
it just makes him it makes his character so well rounded, um, and it it helps with James Woods being a part of that. Um, I also feel like I, I I would like to sit down with Hades to a capacity and just find out where everything went wrong. Where you know he went from being up in the clouds with his brother Zeus to you know being in the the depths of hell basically in his own lair and a bunch of dead souls and just you know got two little raggedy minions and a bunch of other ugly things around him yeah. uh, and just not succeeding at anything. Uh, nope. <laughs> what happened? Nope. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I took a little bit of a different approach to this one. Um, Cause I'm looking for a well-rounded villain that provides some comedy relief, but also is a true villain to heart. Okay. Um, it doesn't show any remorse. Uh, this is where Jafar fell from. Damn. That was my pick too. All right. Uh, it just, I mean, he just encompasses everything you would want in a villain. He's not too much, you know, evil to where it's like creepy. Well, he's all about but, himself, but he's all, yeah, exactly. He's, he's very introverted. He's, uh, he, he doesn't like being bested by his superiors. Yeah, so he right. wants to be the best. Uh, and he felt like he was always destined for more. So, and then he bit off more than he could chew in the end. Well, he's always wants phenomenal cosmic powers i mean he exactly. just wants to be the best so yeah that's he defines villain through and through exactly sure. that never ending there rise was no to glory behind them yeah exactly yeah um if i had to pick a second villain uh above or after jafar i would probably swing towards scar yeah, yeah. because he encompasses that as well in animal form correct i mean you you kill your own damn brother, bro. <laughs> like yeah. just to be king of the you know, be king of Africa. I mean it's like, I mean at least little John didn't kill his older brother. Right, right. <laughs> he was just on vacation. Right. <laughs> yeah. So and they lied about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean Scar is just uh you know, he, but he's cool too, you know? Like he you know, if you if you notice, if you pay attention you know, when he becomes king, he gets all the ladies. You know, he's yeah. got all the he's got all the ladies hanging out with him. He's just he eating whatever he wants. You know, so yeah, he's got everybody doing everything for him. So Scar, I think, represents being a villain pretty well. Yeah, riddled so, by yeah. jealousy of his brother's success. Yeah, just always, always wants to, always wants it. So tale as old as time, yeah. Ulysses. <laughs> I say that all the time at work, and no one knows what I'm saying. They're so uncultured. Like, that's the beauty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right, that's Rocket Man, by the way. Yeah, watch Rocket Man. You'll you understand. All right, guys. Um, so that is our villain episode segment. And looking at them from different perspectives, that's that's pretty cool. How you how you can can see some some different perspectives on villains just by simply putting them into a category like you're saying you know that you feel sorry for them that you want to have a beer with them that you want to see a different side of them that you don't see in the film so i think that's really unique yeah i think chick hicks would have also been one to drink with yeah Yeah. (laughs) it'd be like drinking Uh, with ricky bobby exactly (laughs) (laughs) you know who would Um, be another good one to drink with Isma and and with the side of Crunk, we gotta have Crunk in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd get Crunk with Crunk because <laughs> Crunk reminds us. I mean, we've all sat down and talked about this before. Crunk reminds us of one of our cousins, and <laughs> yes, to the I mean, literally to the T, to the sound of his voice. Oh goodness! Like, and I I just want to, I I would love to have our cousin <laughs> with us sitting at the bar with Crunk. And just watch. And just like, let I don't them talk squirrel anything. to each other. Let them talk. Just yeah, squeak, just squeaking. I'm telling you, that would be comedy gold right and This there. made for yeah. a great conversation, though. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. Uh, if you are in the uh, villain spirit along with us, uh, if you haven't yet, go check out the villainous board game uh, because it is fantastic. It's super fun to play. And they have all new um they got new expansion packs and stuff released for it mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if you guys saw this yet they got the star wars version of it now mm-hmm. you know i mentioned to you before that they had the marvel version now they have a star wars version released so 
It's a super fun game. They've got some cool expansion packs. Uh, so in the spirit of Halloween, it's a fun game to play, you know? So, um, and I actually, what I'll do is I'll link uh, the, some, I'll link the games, the board games uh, in the episode description. So any listeners out there, if you want to go check out those games, if you haven't played them yet and you want to check them out, um, there'll be a link for them in the episode description. I'll, I'll try to round up as many of them as possible because they have expansion packs and all that. So i uh, go check that out for sure if you're in the mood to have a little bit of board game fun around villains too. So um no, we've been breaking it out here lately. It's a fun, fun game. Yep. All right, fellas. Um, how about we uh, wrap the show up with a little bit of uh, housekeeping? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we've got some companies we that we work with that we'd like to highlight. Uh, we just started working with 1901 Candle Company. Uh, they are a small family-owned, uh, small batch, a uh, candle-making company, as their name would suggest. And they specialize in Disney and pop culture-inspired candles. So you can go uh, check them out at 1901candlecompany.com. Uh, they've, uh, we've also got a link directly to their website in the episode description. Uh, but they've got some great scents. Um, the fall on Main Street is probably my go-to right now. It smells fantastic in my office. That's what I've been burning in my office. Uh, but they're also uh, providing all of our listeners with 15% off your orders. Uh, so there's a coupon a code in the episode description as well for that. So go check them out for sure. Glad to be on board with them. Uh, we also would like to call out uh, Electric City Roasting Co. Uh, love, guys, I, love, love. I don't know if you've got this harvest. <clears throat> I don't know if you've got this harvest roast yet, but my goodness, it is it's setting the delicious. season off right. <laughs> so go check them out. They are a small batch a coffee roaster out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, and they'll deliver coffee to you no matter where you are. And no matter how you like it. So if you like it ground already for you, if you like it whole bean, if you like it, you like cake it cup, cup. Yep. five pound bag of it, if you really like it, um, they even have some sample packs. So if you're not sure what to get, they have a little bit of like mini samples. So you can just get a little bit of different flavors and see and, what you like. And trust us, there's something there for everybody. So don't be altered by uh, going yeah. off brand for something you're hmm. not familiar with. Trust us you'll enjoy this product. Yeah. Great product. And they, the coffees are great. Like they, they have good flavors to their roast. It's not very, like very good. It's flavors. not that artificial sugary flavored right. stuff. It's just the good real deal. coffee beans and super fast shipping. Yeah. Super fast. You'll have it in a couple of days after you order it. And, um, they're going to give you 20% off your first order. So, uh, Use the code OTM Coffee Twenty. Uh, that is in the episode description for your reference, along with a link to them uh, to their site. Go check them out and drink some coffee because their stuff is very good. Uh, we appreciate you supporting them and us. And uh, we've also got some other uh, companies we're working with as well. They're down uh, in the episode description. So check out all the uh, companies we're working with. Uh, places like Incase, Western Rise, Viore. Uh, Great places that uh, take care of your goods and great travel products, especially if you're going to hot places uh, like Disney World or um, or even colder climates. They've got something for everybody. So go check Absolutely. all those companies out and they would appreciate it. Yeah, sure. While we're at it, let's go ahead and uh, make sure you guys are following us on all of our social platforms. So Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Instagram, TikTok, we're on all of them. Just look for Off the Monorails, and then for YouTube, it is Off the Monorails Podcast. Uh, and some specific things for YouTube, we have uh, some uh, little short tutorials in a, a series that we're calling On Track. Uh, literally a minute, minute and a half long videos at max, just to give you some tips and tricks to help maximize your time in the parks without fumbling around on your phone. You already have some good information to uh, refer to, to be well-versed with the, my Disney experience app prior to stepping foot on property. So you uh, spend less time on your phone and more time enjoying the uh, reason you're there to begin with yep. being there with your family. Yep. And uh, also once again, don't forget to go visit our website at off the monorails.com. Uh, we got our shop there 
well, with all the products that we talked about, whether it be T-shirts and hats and tote bags. Um, we're trying to roll some new things out for the holidays, maybe a couple of hoodie designs. Um, our blogs are there, like we said. Uh, we got some trip recaps, some dining reviews, um, other little things we've discovered throughout the parks. And, uh, yeah, man, just get through there and uh, get us some clicks and just discover what we got. We're going to try and freshen some things up here soon. And, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're just trying to build off of that. Yeah. Uh, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh, Google Podcasts right now, take a second, click those stars, leave us a rating, type up a review if you can as well. It just helps us know how we're doing and what you're liking, what you maybe aren't liking, um, and also helps other people discover us. So uh, the, the more you can click those stars and give us a ranking, the better it helps us and our reach to new listeners. So we'd really appreciate if you taking that one second just to click those stars. And also, feel free. Just give us give our information to someone. Tell them that you know if someone's looking to go to Disney World and they have questions, tell them about us. We, we're here to help everybody. And so we're always available as well if you want to reach out to us on Instagram at off the monorails shoot us a dm if you got questions about going to the parks or anything we'd be more than happy to try to to help you so we're always there uh just so always feel free you can shoot us a message there as well we're on twitter at off the monorails as well so and then uh if last but not least if you would like to support the show we would love to have you buy us a coffee Uh, by buying us a coffee which you can do by clicking the support button in the episode description or on our website off the monorails.com uh, by buying us a coffee, you support the show directly and allow us to go to events like Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party or the Christmas party uh, that we'll be attending uh, next month or other things and other experiences at Disney World so that we can bring our experiences to you, button it up in a review and give you do's and don'ts, tips and tricks and um, our experiences uh, directly through audio and through uh, video and photos. So we would, again, anything that you feel led to do, uh, we would we would appreciate that greatly. All right. I believe that's everything we've got. Anything else, fellas? No, just uh, getting ready to start rolling out some of these uh, these holiday events. I know you guys have the uh, the Halloween and the Christmas events coming up, so I'm slightly jealous. I'm still trying to work out my <laughs> next trip. I got a lot of things with work and um, things at home, you know, bathroom renovations and whatnot. So once I get through with all my projects, I can go back to living in my fantasy world. So I can't wait. Yeah. Love that. And we'll have, uh, we've got some really cool things planned for the rest of the year as well, uh, wrapped around the events at Disney and other things. So stay tuned for those. We'll have some really cool, uh, things coming at you. So very yeah, excited. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to, uh, finishing out, especially the month of October. We got a couple more things we want to, uh, bring the villains into the play playing field with. So, uh, and then a special guest may be showing up soon. Wink, wink. Oh, never know what will happen. Can't wait. So a lot of good things down the pipeline. Yes. Yes, they are. With that being said, guys, we will catch you next week. Until then, I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. <laughs>